Chapter 60 Conservation The San Joaquin Valley is one of the two most fertile agricultural areas in the world. The other is the Nile Valley. Its products feed the United States and are important to its foreign trade and to the world economy. But this is not all. Many areas of the valley are as yet relatively undeveloped and have yet to come into their potential. It can honestly be said that modern American life would be vastly poorer and its economy weaker without the San Joaquin Valley. It is a good thing, however, that pioneer and immigrant farmers developed the valley before the so-called environmental protection people came around. The valley was then a beautiful place with a heavy oak growth. In the spring, the rivers overflowed across the land and salmon came up to spawn. Indians came out of the mountains to catch the salmon out of shallow ponds and sloughs. Later in the year, the Spaniards ran huge herds of hogs in the valley to fatten on the acorns. Had these so-called conservationists existed then, the valley would have been barred to any development and retained as a wilderness area. The Indians in those days often starved in California. Now, California helps feed America and the world. Which represents the better conservation? Certainly, some abuses and wastes need correcting, but our present popular environmental policies are not protective. They are reactionary, and they are hostile to man and to society. Man has a responsibility under God to exercise dominion over the earth and to subdue it. Genesis 1:26 through 28. Man must use the earth as a wise steward under God, as a trustee. This means neither a wasteful exploitation nor a sterile preservation of things as they are. The giant forests of America in 1498 were sterile. No sun struck their floor because of their thick growth, and so no grass grew. Game, except in the plains, was usually rare, and the Indians resorted to cannibalism almost every winter. There are more deer now than in Columbus's day, because there is more feed. Man under God can develop the earth for his own betterment, and for the betterment of the animals thereof. This means sound, godly management, not a hostility to development. The answer is not in a do-nothing policy, but in godly character and thinking. True conservation is a religious duty. Too much of what passes for conservation today is a hatred of God and man in the name of nature. Let us remember that we cannot stop change, but under God, we can guide and direct it.